Subscribe on iTunes at Toddcast Podcast. Thank you so much for taking some time and, and joining us today. Yeah, no problem. Happy to be here. Yeah. How are you handling COVID? I mean, right to it, you know, the last 12, 15 months has just been absolutely insane for everybody. How are you handling it? Yeah, it's been a pretty wild journey as everybody has been. And I was actually meant to climb Mount Everest last year. Come so on. Three weeks out, ready to go. And I was like, I feel mentally prepared. I feel physically prepared. And then obviously COVID happened. And within like 24 hours, I was like, oh my goodness, like all of this training I've done, it's, you know, I'm not going to be able to go right now, but I'm going to go next year. So it's all good. But I just had to do a pivot, just had to really change what I was doing and have new goals, just like a lot of people. That is insane. So like, have you climbed other huge mountains as well? Or is this just like a a whim spur of the moment? Let's do this because it sounds awesome. (laughs) Yeah, I've done a couple of training uh, mountains. I've been to the Alps and I've also went to Ecuador at the beginning of 2020. Um, okay. and climb some, you know, I mean, the hardest thing I've ever done. So I'm definitely, I'm definitely excited because I'm going to have another year to really prepare and get myself mentally prepared again and to another level. I feel like I'm a different person than I was this time last year. So uh, I think incredible. everything happens for a reason. And I was just meant to do it next year instead of last year. Yeah. So was it like a group of you or is it just a few close friends or what's the plan for that? Yeah, it's just me. And there's a guy that I'm going with who has climbed it. I think he's there. He's there right now. And he's done it 15 times. So he's a British guy called Kenton Cool, And he's a mountaineer. And that's what he does is he takes people up individually. You know, there's a small group of you and you and you go up rather than being in one big group. It's a lot more personal. It's a lot more one on one. It's it's a bit safer. Yeah. Um, because we haven't got like a whole group. So I'm excited to to venture with him next year. Yeah, that's very cool. Where, where was the last place that you went on vacation? Oh my goodness. I think it was February 2020 and I was in South Africa. I was actually filming okay. some workout videos for a lion and tiger sanctuary for Four Paws. It's a charity that I work with um, and I was filming some videos out there. So it's been a while. It has been a while. And 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 I was kind of just mentally adding up on your social media platforms. You're close to like 1 million people follow you. Yeah. Crazy. It is crazy. It is. It's, I mean, it's been a journey, you know, I definitely didn't start off like that. And it's just, no, of course and I just have the most amazing community that loves to share what we do with other people in their friends and family in their circle. Uh, so yeah, we're, we're almost, I think we might just be hitting a million. Yeah. You're around there. Certainly you're around there. So, and how long have you been taking like fitness and nutrition and just health? How long have you been serious about it? Well, I grew up playing sports. I was like, sign me up for any soccer team, field hockey. I did dancing, like ballet, tap, modern, like all the things. I've always loved team sports and, and working out. Um, but it was actually in my teens where I struggled with an eating disorder. I got down to 86 pounds and really just was not fueling my body the right nutrition. Yeah, I'm five foot two and a half. I'm 107 pounds right now. Um, and that's a healthy weight for me. But yes, 86 pounds was definitely small. And that's kind of when we went through, um, we go through all the size zero, you know, the Olsen twins were like big. It was all about like being like skinny is the, is the end thing. Whereas now the body image is all about being fit and healthy. Um, so that's, I'm really glad that that's changed. And so I didn't really take my nutrition seriously until I was about 25. Um, and then I saw somebody else's before and after photos on Facebook. And I was doing workouts at the time on YouTube, but I did not understand the importance of nutrition and how much it changed your energy and how much it changed your results. Uh, so I got started on a nutrition plan 
2013 and started to feed my body protein. I always thought that protein was going to make you bulky, uh, that it was going to make you not get great results. Um, and actually eating more is sometimes better than actually starving yourself. And if you want to get that six pack. Um, so I started to change my eating habits when I was about 25 years old. And now I feel younger and stronger than I ever have before. And I feel like I look younger as well. <laughs> That's great. And now, of course, you have this platform where you can you know, educate people to that fact. So when you have a, um, you know, certainly influencer comes to mind when you have such a platform like that, how many people do you have working with you? Cause it, it surely can't be you making all the videos and like how many people are working with you? I have the most amazing team behind me. I mean, obviously when I got started, I was filming myself on the beach with a $150 Sony camera. And I remember like having to get this camera set up, running into set, checking that I was in the frame um, and then filming everything by myself. I didn't have any sound. There was no lighting. Um, but fast forward eight years, you know, I now have people that do help me with my social media. I have a videographer. I have a whole app team. Uh, my mom is actually on my customer service. So I retired her at Christmas. And I was like, I'm going to retire you, but you're going to still put in a couple of hours for me. You're going to earn that's that great. retirement money. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Yeah. So she does my customer service. I mean, I have a team of, you know, probably seven people and then contractors, you know, for the app and some other bits and pieces that wow. we work on. So I really have an amazing team. I couldn't do it all by myself. Like I would have zero sleep. I still work a lot, but I love it. So, you know, I just get to do all the fun things in front of the camera. Right, right. Not fair. And so what sort of like broad stroke advice would you give somebody that struggles with, you know, keeping healthy and finding time to work out and maybe not eating right and stuff? Is there just kind of just general advice you could you could give? Yeah, I think that you don't know how great you can feel until you've actually stuck to a program and you've lost weight or you're getting more energy. And now I'm addicted to wanting to be that feeling. Like I I, I love waking up with energy. Like who, who doesn't? Like who doesn't really want to wake up with energy and feeling confident and good in their skin? And I think it doesn't sound very you know, sexy, but it's like we've got to organize ourselves. Like if you don't schedule it in, it won't happen. Right. And Moving your body every day for 30 minutes is so important for your mind. Like you're going to be a better, happier person. And the people around you are going to be like, oh my goodness, like, you know, Rebecca's way more happy today. She wasn't stressed, right? So it's all about the energy too. So for me, if I don't schedule in, you know, when I'm going to do something, it doesn't happen. Like, so we just have to get really detailed with that and schedule in and remember why, like always coming back to the why, like, why is it important for you to eat healthy? You know, what do you want your body to feel like when you're in 20 years time? Because I think a lot of times we treat our body away because it's not too bad right now. But right. you have to remember that years and years and years of maybe excessive eating of sugars or smoking or alcohol, like you're going to feel awful in 20 years time and you're still going to be alive, right? So it's like, think about what's going to happen in the future. You want to be running around with your kids or your grandkids. You know, it's like, what kind of life do you want when you're going into your 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s? Because we're living longer. Um and I think that that's a big motivation to make sure that we're looking after our body now, because as Jim Rohn says, you know, look after your body because it's the only place you have to live. Right, exactly. And so those days where you just don't feel like training, don't feel like being active, you just need to schedule the time, actually do it. And when they are doing it, what should people be looking for in a personal trainer? Yeah, I think everyone's like, what's the best exercise to do? Or what's the best workout? I'm like, the one that you love. If you love Zumba, 
go and do Zumba, right? Because, you know, I'm not, I'm, I don't like swimming, right? So if I had to, you know, wake up every morning at 6 a.m. and jump in a pool, I would not stick to it because it's not something that I enjoy. And maybe someone's out there going, well, I don't enjoy any exercise. Trust me, there's going to be something that you do enjoy. Maybe it's just dancing around your house with your favorite song on, got your 80s music going. It's just about moving your body. Go and take a hike, go into nature, um, you know, Yes, we want to get some strength training in as well. And yes, some cardio because cardio is going to be great for your heart and your cardiovascular system. And then strength training is going to be great for building lean muscle, which the more muscle that you have, the stronger your bones will be. So a lot of times we see people who are older that are super frail. Um, it's because their bones aren't strong because they got no muscle. They're not eating enough protein and they don't have enough muscle density to actually protect their bones. So that's another reason that you want to do strength training. Um, and then the cardio is just going to keep you feeling young right and so it's just really honestly just a matter of doing something mm -hmm. anything yeah. do something just move up and down like that's you know if you're like i just really I, don't, I get intimidated by going to a class there's so many free workouts on youtube like you will find a trainer that you like right and some people are going to love my personality and some people will be like i don't really like the british accent so she's not going to be my person right i'm going to go find <laughs> somebody else um so it just depends on your own preference and don't stop until you found someone that you love like there will be someone out there for you so even if you've gone through 10 trainers like just keep going until you find someone and you'll be so glad that you kept searching for that person Interesting. And funny you say that because the reason why that you are a guest today is because of that. I watched some of your stuff. I was like, man, she's just such a positive person. Uh, and when I reached out, you were like, yeah, absolutely. I can do up to, up to 40 minutes with you, which is very cool. I would love to get outside of um, fitness and what you're known for. What's the music in your house as a kid growing up? What are your parents playing? Oh, my dad always had his record player out and he would every, every Sunday night, you know, the English charts would happen and he would get ready to do number one and he pressed record on the cassette tape so that yeah, every yeah, yeah. week he had the new number one top hit. Um, so we've got loads of cassettes of those. But, you know, I grew up with Michael Jackson. My dad took me to see MJ at concert when I was 11 years old. Wow. Uh, so I got to see him live, which was pretty cool. It wasn't um, your first concert? It was one of my first concerts. Yeah. I went to see Duran Duran at concert. That was oh, awesome. I had so, Duran Duran posters on my wall as a kid. Yep. I was all around the eighties music. You know, my dad loves, absolutely just loved playing music on the, on a Sunday. Um, my granddad was really into jazz. Um, but yeah, I grew up, you know, Kylie Minogue, like Australian artist, uh, yeah. Duran Duran. She's still doing stuff right now, I think. Hey, wham. Yeah know yeah. that anymore i mean it was I, I went to see kylie minogue at concert so yeah a lot of a lot of that music but me i was listening to a lot of elton john like i would have i go to school in my nirvana hoodie right yeah. and black nirvana hoodie but in my cd player was really elton john i just didn't want anyone to know i was listening to elton john i was like oh no i'm a cool kid like i've got my nirvana hoodie on and then in my right. ears would be like yellow Rocket brick road playing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah what did you think of the movie they did uh with elton john pretty cool right it. I loved it. I thought it was yeah. amazing. I really enjoyed it. And I just noticed on, uh, I think it's on Disney plus that they've got the, uh, are you a queen fan? The, the Bohemian uh, Rhapsody. That's phenomenal. That's amazing. I, I haven't think, seen it yet. Yes. If you like the rocket man, you're going to love Bohemian Rhapsody. It was, it was, it was fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. What have you been binge watching lately? Oh my goodness. You know what? I, I would go through series and I feel like Netflix series, like they're so intense. 
Um, but it really plays with my mind. Like last year, I think I went through Stranger Things and it became like my mind was so like in it. I know. And like like thinking at the end of the day, you're thinking about the show and like. Yeah. And I would be like, so like, what about this? Like what happened here? Like what would change? What would move? Right. And so, yeah, I, I've watched a couple of Netflix like documentaries. I saw a really great one called the sea spiracy. That was amazing. I'm not sure if you've seen that. I haven't seen it, but I do want to watch that. You should watch it. Watch the trailer and it looked awesome. Yeah. It's definitely something to watch and to be aware of. And so I do much prefer watching like documentaries. Um, but yeah, my mind gets so sucked into the show. I'm like, I start to think when I go to bed, like, well, so what will happen? Do you think they'll make another series? They'll have to make another series because like this hasn't worked, right? So, you know, um, I don't think there's anything right now that I'm really like, um, I've, I'm, I'm kind of going through. Um, yeah. But, uh, but, but yeah, it's funny how your brain starts to really play the stories out. Yeah, totally. Did you get into the, the WandaVision? Are you a fan of like the superhero stuff or? I have not gone into that one. Is that, is that, that, is that a big one right now? It's definitely worth checking out. Yeah, absolutely. It's, uh, it's, it's interesting. It's a super unique uh, spin on superhero life and and all that, but what's the worst job you've had? My goodness. I've had every single job that you can imagine from being a banker to in a girl band to working, um, as a club promoter. Uh, In a girl band pause. What is going on there? Oh, I, well, I can't sing. So they used to mute my mic and I was just like the dancer. Okay. Um, so, yeah. So I, I've been in a couple of girl groups. I think my, the, the most, you know, probably mundane, boring job is that my dad worked for a printing company for over 30 years and oh. they like printed like ballot papers and paper, I don't know what paper stuff certificates. And so I had a job before I moved to London, I needed to get some extra money. And it was like 5am, I would be in the factory counting and stacking pieces of paper to a hundred and then moving it along. So yeah, that was probably like the least creative job that I've done. Um, fun. Like we'd sit around a table having like a cup of tea and counting bits of ballot paper. And I just kind of got on with it. So yeah, that's, that's one of my jobs I've had. Are you a gambler? No, I, I do not. I'm not a massive gambler. Um, I think I just feel like I know I I like to know, I like to take risks. I have investments and stuff that I'll, I'll go into and have, you know, do risk. I've invested in a couple of companies this year, but it's more for me, like that's the excitement and backing somebody and like, you sure. know, the progress of it. But no, I, I like to keep my, uh, my money close. Yeah. Yeah. No, I feel the same way, but I, you know, I think that I like that, that you equate kind of, um, the similarities between, um, you know, maybe buying a stock or whatever to gambling. Cause it is very close. Are you invested in, at all in uh, cryptocurrency? I'm not right now. I think my brother got me to buy something the other day. I don't know. We put like a couple of hundred bucks in for just fun. Just because, um, uh, yeah. I don't know, something was going on and we was like, oh, let's get involved in this. So, um, but no, I, I'm not involved in that. I I'm kicking myself. I, I had a buddy about five or six years back was like, dude, just even just do like a thousand bucks and, and like watch it take off. I'm like, I'm not like, explain it to me. And he couldn't really explain crypto coin and, and all that currency and whatever. So I was like, you know what, man, I, I, I think I'll just, take the thousand and and leave but now of course terrible you don't should've, know you never know <laughs> should have done it yeah um this is an oddball question but i, I do like to ask because most people have have one have you uh, had a near-death experience not necessarily floating over your body but more like holy crap i could have died there uh, i would say there was one time where i was in norway and we were taking a hike and it was probably the closest i'd ever felt to like 
oh my goodness. And we were walking over some ice and all it was was holding onto this rope and I slipped. Now I held onto it, but had I slipped and not been able to grab it, that would have been my, that would have Game been my, my, my opportunity to say goodbye. Wow. Yeah. Scary. You know, most people have those stories too, you know, some, uh-huh. some of them have multiple. Uh, where do you see yourself in five years? Oh my goodness. What do I see myself in five years? Well, climbed Mount Everest. My goal is to, to summit Mount Everest. Awesome. Um, and, and I'm turning 33 this week. So I think by the, t- by in five years, I'd like to have uh, settled down into a house with a family um, maybe a child or two. I'm not, I'm not sure. I'm not sold on the whole children thing. So, but I know that my parents would really love me to have children. So I think it might be more, more their wish and desire than mine. Um, but I just a thriving community, like just helping people, making impact, making a difference. Um, I'd love to work even more with the charity for pause that I've worked with and, you know, be able to spend more of my time uh, doing charity work for the animals. Um, and that's really just, I see the vision is, is giving back and, and continuing to help people, getting people to see their full potential out of their comfort zones, breaking through barriers and crushing their goals um, and just doing it on an, on an even bigger scale and, and making more impact in the world. That's awesome. It's a little bit more of the same, but just ramp it up. Just ramp it up, ready to ramp it up. Awesome. Thank you again for taking some time. I'm going to respect your, your time. I know you said 40, but I'll, I'll take 20 out of your life. Uh, you are easy to find. You're at Rebecca Louise on Twitter. You're at Rebecca Louise Fitness on Instagram. Very easy to find on Facebook as well. Um, thanks again for doing this. Have a great day and we'll see you soon. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. The Toddcast Podcast on ToddHancock.ca.